This week's episode is brought to you in part by FNX Fit, a fitness supplements brand that can get you hooked up with all of your pre, post, during workout needs as well as other nutritional supplements. Use checkout code CARLPOOLING at fnxfit.com to get 15% off your order. Well, well, look well. who survived the last episode, <laughs> our marathon episode. Yeah. How did you guys ever listen to that since we totally released it already? No, Hunter. Can maintain the illusion. <laughs> oh, think. oh, yeah. My, my bad. My bad. My bad. You got to make him think. Now we have to remember how we do to make him think that the episode that we recorded it later and that we're really good yes. about getting things out on time. Yes. So we have to t- we have to mention like a pop cultural reference from the future now that will come true. Okay. Wow, right. that sure was crazy how Cardi B married Kanye West. Yeah, no one saw that coming and how they both love Hitler now and so decided <laughs> to get married about it. That's that, wild. Wow, and Shank Uyghur officiated it? That's... Listen. Wow. <laughs> it's hard to believe even, but also remember that we do not like Hitler. We are the good conservatives, not the bad conservatives like Kanye and Nick Fuentes, but we do not like Hitler very much like the good conservatives like Alex Jones. Yeah. But hard to say. It's weird that... <laughs> to me, I thought it was weird that they made the flower girl dress up like Hitler. Yeah, that was pretty weird. She looked a it little It was off-putting. Odd. Yeah, a yeah, little something, bit. Something about six-year-old girls with mustaches, just I haven't gotten over that yet. Well, um, first of all, that's racist and transphobic. But secondly, <laughs> for me, it was more about the angle of inclination that their arm made when they threw the flowers out. Fair enough. I was enough. like, that's too much. That is too much. Just like this, those joke maybe to some people. <laughs> I tell you what, though. Mein Führer girl, hilarious. Wow. Uh, that's a pun. <laughs> that's a great. pun and a half. <laughs> that's like that's like such a dad joke but but it's also kind of edgy it's kind of like your your cool uncle joke right there i want to start that cool, meme like your the cool uncle jokes you know dude, yeah cool uncle joke like a little bit of a bite but right yeah still but, pretty stupid right 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 like a pun your dad would make but wouldn't make because he's like nice <laughs> you know and as, as kids yeah so, i was no. gonna try and give an example of one but i think i might be redlining like I just wasn't ready to be an uncle on this show. <laughs> you know? Too much I'm pressure. always ready to be a father. Yeah, sure. to be an uncle, I just hadn't thought, I hadn't put much thought into it. Yeah. Because usually you just think, how how do you be a good uncle? I don't know. Buy buy the kids cigarettes? Buy them drugs? And, yeah, alcohol? buy the kid drugs? Yeah. Take the kid to a methadone clinic? <laughs> kick a homeless person? Steal their <laughs> drugs? It was just uncle stuff, like your uncle did for you when yeah, you were growing up. Exactly. <laughs> oh no, honey, you remember when your uncle took you out and he let you drive his Hummer over over people in the Seven Eleven parking lot late at night? Yeah, he said it wasn't then, a crime because they were poor. Yeah, just <laughs> just uncle stuff, you know. This show is off is off the rails really hard, really quick. So anyway. <laughs> Hitler's the flower girl, Chank Uyghur's officiating, and then, lo and behold, Mao Zedong gives the best man speech, which I thought... Was weird? Well, he doesn't speak English. Yeah, So I don't know if it... It actually could have been very poetic and moving. Yeah. But I'll never know. We'll never know. Yep. I just am glad they're branching out with that that hologram technology, you know? Like, Tupac is pretty cool, but... You know, why can't we get dictators in the in the mix as well? It just seems like that's right. we're limiting that's right. ourselves. Have you ever been served a glass of rum punch by Joseph Stalin? No. I think not. Has Goebbels ever said another one, sir, and handed you a little, <laughs> a little smoky sausage roll? Okay. <laughs> so look, there's lots of different <laughs> uses for the I, I'm never going to sleep again. I'm so afraid of what my subconscious is going to do with this. <laughs> I think Mussolini got one of his holographic mustache hairs in my Caesar. Can you send this back to the kitchen? Can you send this back? Oh, no. 
<clears throat> okay, so anyway, that's just an example of like a future news story that we put into the episode so that you don't think that we're way behind on editing our backlog. Yeah, that wouldn't you be know. us. That doesn't sound like us at all. But the problem is when this comes out in the future, that'll already happen, so then it won't really be proving anything. Anyway, yeah. whatever. Uh, welcome to Carpool. <laughs> it's a show that'll get you fired. If you didn't know, now you do. That was a whole five minutes. <laughs> I'll tell you who's getting fired. Pol Pot's getting fired because never have I had a cream spinach puff so cold. Hey, um, did you, it's impossible to get good help these have days. Have you messed around with Chat GPT any? Yeah. So, like, I you if you ask it, here's the thing. Like, I feel like Chat GPT could be like one of the coolest things ever. But it decides to be my dad and not my uncle all the time. And I asked mm. it to write me conspiracy theories. And you it's like... really pulled that back from the brink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, Hey, guys. And I, welcome to our ch- podcast. We're just two guys talking. So anyway, ChatGPT, AI, is it going to take over the world? I don't nope. know. Could be pretty cool. <laughs> nope. I want to... That's like- been this week for Tech Talk, <laughs> where the latest talk... The late- you talk to the latest tech... Tune in next time to feel out, see how I have an NFT, maybe, by then. PlayStation VR 2. Is it cool, or is it just a screen? Dude, um, I'm excited for PlayStation VR 2. I could talk about that, but uh, I wouldn't be like, anyway, I feel like it'd be pretty cool. All right, tune in next <laughs> But seriously, I asked it to like make up conspiracy theories, because I feel like I'm constantly trying to... like. Like they put Chat GPT out into the world. I'm like, well, how can I break your poor child? Like that's that's how I think about it most of the time when I interact with it. And it really bums me out because every time this is why we don't bring Hunter to the maternity ward in the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) You see something new, he's like, how can I break that for you? How how can I show that there's no meaning to life? Give me a minute. Your new child. How can I ruin it? (laughs) But like, if you ask it to give you a conspiracy theory, it'll say, just so you know this conspiracy theory isn't real and I'm doing it just for entertainment purposes. And I'm like, take all the fun away. Chat GPT. That's not fun. It's super not fun. I will say it's better than it. Not giving you one. Yes. Yes. Um, Because that would be, is there anything more lame than an artificial intelligence, not giving you a conspiracy theory? When you ask Jamie, Make up an original conspiracy oh, no. theory for me. <laughs> this should be great. You're cooler than ChatGPT, right? How much time do I have? Ten. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> eight. Seven. Six. Spain five. is fake. <laughs> that's that is that's definitely a conspiracy. Yeah. Spain is fake. No, no. Do you have any? Evidence, any proof of these claims that Spain is fake? That's in the Get show notes. It. It's in the, Come on, you've got to do better than that. In the show notes. I like, look, right now we're at the stage where <laughs> someone just came in. Hunter, have you seen? We're on like a third tier tangent right now. <laughs> so we're uh, Have you seen the whitest kids you know? There's that guy. He got murked. He said something mean about uh, Hillary Clinton, then he was found dead at his house. Just kidding. I think he just drank too much and fell off his own balcony. What's that guy's name? Trevor from Why Does Kid You Know? Yes. Have you seen the video where he goes into, it's like bring your dad to work day or something, and he walks in, he's like, oh, I'm Mr. Mr. Trevor. I'm a comedian on TV or whatever. And then he's like, this girl's like, when I grow up, I want to be an astronaut. And he goes, oh, maybe you'll be the first astronaut that goes to the moon. And she's like, oh, we've already been to the moon. He's like. No, we yes. haven't. And then it hard cuts, and he's got one of those extendo pointer things. Yes. And he's pointing to the two towers. Yes. <laughs> like, where's the debris? That video cracks me up so much. Oh, it's oh, great. Man. It's like... Gone too soon. Gone too why, soon, Trevor. Why you should never, ever have, like, dads come in for show and tell. Because every once in a while, you get the you, weird one. Yeah, you get that dad. Okay, so that my, what I was trying to say is that telling me that Spain is fake, Jamie, and then not providing me any evidence is like just being like the guy that we didn't go to the moon and then refuses to tell me about the van allen belts so i want to hear one more time what's your evidence for spain being fake chris (laughs) oh my god 
The Clintons got Jamie. No. <laughs> Wait, what just happened? I think Jamie actually just got the mainframe died. Yeah, that was that was super sad. I heard Christopher, which I didn't know if she was becoming conscious and talking to you directly. I sure hope not. Jamie, try try that one more time. Christopher Columbus doesn't even sound Spanish and he discovered America. And then he called it India. Not even like Playa Nueva. I just don't buy it. Also, no one picks Spain food. They ask for Mexican, so. Wow. <laughs> you know that, la- that last point gets me. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. Mm. Oh, no. Wow. And someone needs to update my processing speed. Yeah. Ask God. <laughs> but I don't disagree. So, anyway, <laughs> get fired. So, Welcome that, to carpooling. Yeah. ChatGPT, it's pretty cool. You know what? You want to know one cool way that I did actually use it? Sure, yeah. So, my, my wife and I are trying to become aquarists, is the word. Oh, People that okay. keep fish. I and totally thought that was like a what is it? What is the thing called? A Astrology? zodiac. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was that when <laughs> you said that's one of it my first. favorites of all time. People are like what sign are you? And I'm like, I think I'm an aquarium, but please don't talk to me. That's great. <laughs> but anyhow, um, and so usually when you're looking for an aquarium, there's a bunch of different types you can do. But one of like the coolest ones is a community tank where you've got multiple different types of fish mm. in one tank, right? And so to do that, you have to like look at all the water parameters because there's people that live in dirty water and people that live in clean water and people that live in acidic water and you, so you, and warm water, cold water. So you got to balance all these things together and try and find good neighbors and that kind of thing. Yeah. So usually what that consists of is you looking through like pictures of fish and then being like, oh, I like that one. Well, what are its water parameters? And then you've got to grab those water parameters and then you're comparing and trying to find the intersecting bands of like 10 different criteria and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So instead, we had the idea, why don't we ask ChatGPT what good fish would be? So we just took, we told ChatGPT what water parameters we had and said what would be some good community fish members. And mm-hmm. it spat out like a list of like 20. That's insane. I was like, that, that's really impressive because yeah. it's reversing. I know no one cares about the fish, but but what it was, it's a reversing the process by which we search because mm-hmm. usually we search keywords and then we do all the selection based yeah. on the data that we find. Yeah. And to actually give it the selection criteria is incredibly powerful if you can figure out how to utilize it correctly. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was a pretty cool experiment. Yeah. I mean, it's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> not like it's on a podcast or anything well, yeah you know what great point jamie um <laughs> it's not on a podcast also just to let you know i i know we haven't connected you to the internet since 2005 <laughs> but having a podcast isn't like the coolest thing to do anymore in fact people love making fun of it not carl pulling carl pulling is different it's the yeah. most popular and the best and yeah totally unassailable that's right um but yeah, it's a podcast that'll get you fired. <laughs> uh, and uh, we talk about art, religion, philosophy, psychology, astrology, but not often. Mm-mm. And uh, we package it up in a bite-sized morsel that if your boss ever takes, you know, your boss ever sees it in the company fridge, he's going to bring one of those file cabinet boxes for you to put all your awards and trophies in and then walk out to your car Yeah, in the middle of the day. Never what you want to be doing. So... We are glad that you are with us. We've got a great show today. We had the marathon last week where we kind of powered through all the news stories that we missed because they weren't, the news isn't really done until we're done with That's it. That's right. Right? Yes. Uh, but past that, we, we have a lighter fare show for you today. We've got, now, I'll say that actually the ramifications are kind of, I think they're kind of being understated even in conservative media. So we'll talk through all of that, but it will be way, way, way more fun. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> anyhow, yeah. Uh, I'm very excited about our topic today. Um, but before we do that, Hunter, I must ask you, as the executor of this will, mm. for you to perform your sacred solemn duty of bequeathing unto all of us the roadkill. Yeah, so... Um, typically the roadkill is the section where we find out, 
with the left has just murdered and go, wow, that is super dead. Let's make fun of it. Um, but this week, uh, you know, I, I really can't believe this, Christopher, but I'm probably going to vote Democrat uh, in the uh, primary because um, this lady just inspires so much hope and peace, I feel like. And I, I, I hope you join me in this because Marion Williamson says she wants to debate Biden for the 2024 Democratic nomination and that the DNC is rigging the primary system for him. Um, oh, my God. First of all, <laughs> you said the name Marion Williamson and my brain yeah. folded, un- folded and unfolded itself non-Euclidianly. <laughs> Like looking into the face of God to try yeah. to figure out what that reference was. And here's my second point. Mm. Mm. There is a, out there right now, there is a rainbow. And inside that rainbow flies a butterfly. And that butterfly is made out of pure hope. Wow. And when it alights down onto your nose, you'll know who the right person to vote for is. Wow. And also, has anyone seen a little yellow jar full of... Uh, adult candy because I have not taken my meds in a very long time. <laughs> I <What>? love Marianne <laughs> Williamson so much. Listen, if she says that the, the NC is rigged, it's rigged, boy. It's rigged. <laughs> I don't want any argument about it. I want it to be unrigged immediately. And she has to debate Biden because... <laughs> Neither of them are coherent. One of them is a grouchy old man, and one of them thinks that unicorns are real and in the audience. So, like, let's go, dude. Let's go. I don't think anyone in our audience is going to remember Marianne Williamson. I really but- hope they do. She, she, and, you know, just to be clear, she's the person you just referenced who doesn't believe in unicorns. That's Joe Biden. But but Marianne Williamson is basically this hippie love child that believes she had to use love to defeat Donald Trump in the last election. Uh, That's what I'm saying. She was such a flower power space child. Like she was just, she was wild. She would say things about like her chakra and her energy (laughs) and amber was the color of it. She was a red hot chili pepper is what I'm trying to say. Right, right. And the thing is, like, she was actually kind of like a positive, down-to-earth person as far as it went with, like, talking to people and not calling people names and stuff. Like, she... Hey, you listen here, fat. Mm. Joe Biden, get out of here. But <laughs> but anyway, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm absolutely kidding. But would I take her over Joe Biden in a New York heartbeat? I don't even know what that means. I would buy yeah, so much stock over that. But anyway, it's in New York. That works. Listen, I look, I'm excited for Marianne Williamson. I'm glad yeah. that she's running. She's the hero we need, not the hero we deserve. And uh yeah, I couldn't I couldn't be more excited for that. I probably won't vote for her, but <gasps> uh, you know, it is what it is, but uh, cuz uh I'm voting for DeSantis, but mm. hopefully. I mean, you never know now. What if CPAC it's Trump doing CPAC things? What if it's Trump and Marianne Williamson debating, though? I mean, like, isn't oh, that I'm the best you, entertainment? <laughs> that finally uh, worked. I'm sorry. I pressed that like a year and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, but, I mean, Trump and Marianne Williamson in a presidential debate, is that not the best we could hope for in Trump season five? Listen, listen, I don't want either of them running the country, okay? Okay. But, but <laughs> we need a Truman show them. Wow. We need to convince them both that they won the primaries. Yes. And then hermetically seal them off from society yes. to make that television. Yes. Because that debate is just going to be wicked. Man. Wicked fun. I love it. I, 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 I do think that would be more popular and better than The Office. It would be like even more cringe than you've ever seen in your entire life. This uh. week on Runoff. This is good. I'd this like y'all good. to meet my husband. It's Corn Pop. Um, <laughs> Dude, Corn Pop's real. Like, no, he's not. No, 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 no. They, like, a lot of things Joe Biden says are lies. They they found Corn Pop. Like, he was a real guy. Like, there's a record of him living in that town in the in like the newspaper article. Like. No joke. Corn Pop is a real guy. 
But Hunter, when did the globalists get to you? <laughs> like I like, remember back in the day when this show was free of the influence of globalists. <laughs> And now here you are shilling for the corn pop globalist movement. Yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. If corn pop is real, I will eat my shoes, man. There's All right. No way that there's a guy <laughs> hanging around at the local pool who's got any notoriety at all and names himself after one of the saddest of breakfast cereals. That is, Let's... I don't want to live in that world. I want to live in the Truman Show. Mary, uh, Mary Kate and Ashley. What's her name? Marianne Marianne Williamson, Marianne Williamson, and Donald Trump debate world. Uh, Not the corn pops, an actual guy who beats a straight razor (laughs) on the concrete to make it rust. Because you know how that makes stuff rust, Hunter, hitting it. You know how rust isn't a natural process where iron alloys oxidize (laughs) over time because that's like you know the whole point of rust. But you can just do it by banging crap on the sidewalk. Yeah. That's what I do every day. And that's what... Well, are you Corn Pop? That's what Corn Pop would used to do. I might be Corn Pop. I didn't even think about that. Oh, <laughs> man. Dude, now we're talking... Now that we're kind of like building this out into like the Corn Pop cinematic universe. Yes. Like a psychological thriller where yes. you... Like a normal guy figures out that he's Corn Pop. Yeah. Slowly. No, that's a film I'd watch. In a world where I'm Corn Pop. He like that's- wakes up and there's like a bowl of milk by his bed. <laughs> How did he's this like, get what? here? He's he's sitting in it and he's like, "What? <laughs> what? Am I? I'm corn pops." <laughs> There's just a brick and a razor in his hand. What? What? <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. Why do I want to go to a pool? And I wake up late at night, and I, I'm I'm just there's an old man there, and I'm rubbing the ha- hair on his leg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. This is the worst. Okay. Marion Williamson, best of luck. May you defeat Joe Biden and send the DNC to the hell it so rightfully deserves. That's not a swear. It's a real place, Mom. Calm down. Okay. Vice President Corn Pop. Vice President Corn Pop with Marion Williamson. The leader has been annihilated, and yeah. it's up to you. Here's the nuclear codes. <laughs> Why are you banging the nuclear codes up against the sidewalk? They're not gonna, you're not going to rust the codes. <laughs> it's not even how coats work, Corn Pop. Oh man. Um all right. Well, <laughs> let's talk about something else. Okay. So the show this week it's not going to get much better than this. Never mind. It's just this. It's just us <laughs> making a spin-off some shows with Corn Pop. Okay. Like I'm not against that. I just want that to be clear. We're going to um, have to start another podcast that's just Corn parody. Yeah, I <laughs> and love by it. that I mean only corn pop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, tell look these these lovely <laughs> men and women have waited long enough. Yeah. They're tired. They're hungry. They just want to get in line at Costco for a, a two dollar hot dog. Tell them what they've won. What are we talking about today? Um, we're talking about AOC. And if you guys remember, uh, was this two years ago? Or three years a while ago. ago. It's two or three years ago. Um, AOC. I'm trying who, to remember if she wore a mask or not. Yeah. She didn't wear a mask because she was one of the rich people. That's right. 2021. Yeah. Only the poor so, wear the mask. Remember? It's like a year and a half ago. We we saw uh, like Nancy Pelosi, you know, in front of the help. We saw. Oh, what's her name? Um, who's the girl, the lady in Georgia who was running for mayor, but. Uh, Ken Ham, Ken Hemp. What? Why am I forgetting every name? Ken, Who's the governor? Ken Ham, the Who's guy the... who runs the Creation Museum. Not him. Not did him. Did you Who's... just short circuit? Yeah, I Kemp. did. You're Kemp. saying Brian Kemp? Brian Kemp. Brian Kemp. Who's Stacey Abrams? Is that Stacey was that the lady? Abrams. Yeah, and Stacey Abrams is sitting in front of the classroom of kids with her uh, big smile and all the kids behind her in cute little masks. Like, yeah. Um, that that was a whole controversy, sure, but we're talking about AOC went to the Met and she went in a beautiful white dress with just a lovely red lettering on the back that said "Tax the Rich," yeah. um, and everybody was like, "Seriously, tax the rich to the Met? Are you out of your mind? You are the rich lady," which has been um, one of these major critiques of the Democratic Party. 
for a very long time is that they claim to be the party for the oppressed, yet that is not who they represent, that is not who their policies care for, and it's not them either, no matter how much they want to claim that victimhood. Um, exactly. And so that all happened. So, and I think we talked about this at the time. Whether or not we yeah. dedicated an entire show to it, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But the idea that you are going to go to the Met Gala of all places and then wear a dress that says tax the rich is is so gauche but you know they kind of played it they they did this kind of you know inside outside game where it was like yeah but she's going there to speak truth to power and she's you know just think about how brave you have to be to wear that that gown to that place where the rich people really are you know that's kind of how they played it off like she Mm -hmm. she you know wasn't going to go and didn't like those people, but she infiltrated it. She was being a freedom fighter. That's the energy that it had at the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, well. How the cookie crumbles. How the turntables. Uh, there's been some new, new details that have come to light in the AOC and the Met Gala event. And we're going to break them all down for you because, look... Let me let me say something right off the bat. There are multiple angles of analysis for this story. Let me discuss a couple of them with you. First of all, I am sympathetic to the point where that people might make that say this is witch huntery, this is not a big deal. There are bigger fish to fry, there's a war going on. Uh and why are you so focused on AOC and the Met Gala. Let me let me say to that, I agree with that point to an extent. Now, if if this had just been somebody going to the Met Gala who ought not have gone to the Met Gala and maybe accepted some some means and ways that she shouldn't have accepted, that's fine. I, I look, do I like it? No. Is it the end of the republic? No. So I, I at f- first blush, am sympathetic to that idea. The second problem, though, is much worse, and that is that the connections that are made between our Congress people and these corporations that brought her to the Met Gala are inappropriate. And I think that the the ability and the access that certain people make below the radar to our legislating elite is wrong. I'm principled on this position. I think we have rules in place for a reason. And I think we should have more rules in place about finance and politics and, and money in politics. Uh, I don't think we should be selling power to public servants. That was never the intention of our government. And so it does matter to me to be consistent both with the intent of the Constitution, let's say, and the adherence of rules as they are currently instantiated. Problem number three that that we're going to get into is that uh, some people got screwed in this deal, and they're the little people. They're the small people, the people that AOC pretends to care about. Mm. So she's inadvertently assassinated her own character in a way that I don't think most people on the right are are diagnosing accurately at this point. And then the fourth problem, and this is kind of uh this is kind of a holistic problem and it's gonna sound familiar to the people who've been listening to our show for a while, but the media is running one of the most sophisticated blocker campaigns that i've ever seen i mean this is this is smoky and the bandit levels of running the red light before before the truck full of beer follows close behind to get the cops off your trail so so we need to talk about all those levels the initial level that's maybe small potatoes the deeper problem that people are trying to to whisk attention away from the money and politics issue and and the reason why it's important to be consistent and then this insane media divergence campaign which is just so typical and so disgusting so hunter do you want to give us a rundown of some of the new revelations that we have seen in the aoc met gals saga yeah i think the biggest one uh no start with the smallest one i think the smallest one 
is that her ticket cost almost seven figures. Okay, that that is the the biggest one. Um, you thought yeah. I was joking. I wasn't, but that's fine. Do it your way, Hunter. Sorry. So <laughs> let's. So so there's a bunch. There's a bunch of things that came out. Okay. Yeah. So basically, this ethics review occurred, and the reason that AOC was up for this ethics review is because there was some folks that accused AOC of accepting inappropriate gifts at the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. And so it turns out that there were all these vendors that she didn't end up paying and that she, or that she was still working to pay and all this. So the stories came out over the weekend and, and you know, late last week that, for instance, she hadn't completely paid for her dress until months after the fact. That yeah. she hadn't paid for her, her husband's bow tie, let's say, which was put together by a vendor. Um, she hadn't paid a designer and photographer. She hadn't paid her hairdresser. She had. Uh, she hadn't paid her um, for a hotel room that she did a photo shoot at previously before the event. She hadn't paid for transportation to and from the event. Now she had accrued all of these bills, right? Yep. But yep. she hadn't ended up paying for them. And the problem with that is it looks like you're trying to accept a contribution in kind, right? Yeah. That's an illegal gift for her to accept. And so, of course, her folks came out over the weekend and said, no, 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 this is crazy. She's going to pay for all that stuff. She's paid for a lot of it. It's just taken, you know, seven or eight months to pay $700 to a a limo service or it's taken us a year and a half to pay money to a hairdresser in fact it was, i think it was the hairdresser that came out to new york mag i believe it was and said it felt terrible having to put in an ethics complaint against against aoc but she's not paying me right yeah exactly it's like 340 dollars, it, but it's real money and why yeah. can't she make that happen you know she's a it, congresswoman for crying out loud so, so that all started digging up some weird dirt. And here's, I think, the kind of the ickiest, stickiest part of it is that she said that she, it came out that her staffers and her campaign managers were actually going around to the different vendors that they had proffered services from and trying to talk them down on price. So, for instance, or convince them just to set the price at zero which effectively turns it back to a gift, a contribution in kind. So effectively, she was supposed to pay $1,300 for her dress to go to the event. Now, it was worth far less than that, but she's an idiot, and she'll overpay for something that's tacky and gauche. (laughs) So she, it was supposed to be $1,300, and her campaign ended up talking them down to selling it to her for $300. So... It's very hard to say that that's not a donation. Like, let me give you this example, okay? Let's say that we've got a congressperson that wants a new boat, okay? And I'm sure they exist. And so they go to Yamaha and they say, man, Yamaha, I'm a powerful congressperson. You know, there's a lot of a lot of rules and regulations about importing stuff, isn't there? Um, I really want this new boat, and they're like, oh, that boat? That boat's on sale for a dollar. And he's yeah. like, a dollar? Well, that's so he, convenient. That's really convenient that, you know, well, I will buy it from you fair and square so it's not a gift for one dollar. Is that actually a gift? Right. Or a purchase? Or is it a bribe? Looks a hell of a lot more like a bribe than a gift to me. Mm-hmm. So. So that's kind of the the pressure that it seems like AOC and her team was putting on other people. Again, all things considered, do I care that much about $1,000 on a dress? No. I mean, it shows that she's not a principled person, but you know, it's one dress designer. What is a dress designer really going to do to the U.S. government? What's that money in politics really doing mm-hmm. to the government? You know, what, what's the, was this hairdresser needed $300 to lobby the government? You know, I kind of am with you. That is small potatoes. potatoes. And we probably wouldn't have been talking about it on the show if that was it. But I will say this. That is the totality of the pieces that were ran at the beginning of last weekend. That was the entire story. It's like, oh, no, there's a couple vendors she hadn't paid back yet. Yes, it's been 18 months. Yes, we're working on it. They weren't gifts. We're going to pay back every penny, this and that, this and that. 
Yeah. Okay, fine. And and one thing to say is like that that's like Chris was saying small potatoes, you know, that that's politicians. You know, like if you don't think that your politicians aren't engaged in those kind of scummy deals every day, you are a moron. You are naive. You know, that that is what politicians do. Um, that is how they get their deals. That's how they do all that insider trading. You can see the scales of that throughout Congress, right, and understand how this all works. Um, it's one of the ways that our government is corrupt, and we need to work on eradicating some of that corruption. But yeah. there's well, more to the this good, story. The good point, too, though, is about our government is that they do get hauled in front of the ethics committee often. Yes. They are penalized. They do have to give a little, a lot of that back. We're not, you know nicaragua or whatever we we yeah. do have some unless have it's some... raytheon oh no raytheon do what they want homie <laughs> raytheon just do whatever they want not big deal not big deal at all <laughs> when you go in on on a day that the white house is supposed to be closed they just say they you walk in the door is welcome to raytheon industries How can we serve you? <laughs> yeah um, exactly so anyway uh and Blackwater. <laughs> Blackwater. Uh, so do so, they support the show yeah, Blackwater is actually a sponsor. <laughs> we, we should try and make that happen. I mean, why not? Blackwater. <laughs> Blow something's turban off. Blow, nope. Cut. Everyone's fired. Everybody's fired. Listen, listen. Oof. Listen, marketing is an art, not a science. Yeah, I don't know that. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's getting cut from the show. Marking I that. don't think so. The the listen. I'm gonna argue for that staying in. Listen, yep. that is a funny tagline for Blackwater. Is it? I mean, is it to, to me? Oh, okay. I'm I'm fighting for that. Okay. I don't work for Blackwater. I just well, they sponsor the show. I kind of do. Um, <laughs> and they sent me over a list of potential taglines. And I rejected them all. I, I I told them I told them no, but still I think it's funny that they sent it. You know, yeah, it's, that's nice. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> I I've wrote fifteen. I know you have. Okay, I, I know it. you have. I know you can't stop. Okay, I'm sorry. I said Raytheon. I've been trying not to say Lockheed Martin this entire time because I don't know if that name's going to inspire new jokes. But I'm just worried about you, okay? And I want you to calm down. <laughs> Listen, let's go and talk about the dresses, all right? This is a show about AOC's dress. Raytheon, you'll never get that camel stain out. Um, <laughs> Jamie, you just uh, just mark that for me real quick, and we'll let it. When you he sobers it. up, we'll have a conversation about it again. <laughs> Okay, oh, so. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyhow, um, we got uh, thank you, Raytheon, for sponsoring the show. <laughs> what did I do? It's a globalist. Yeah they, come, yeah, they come in and they try and sell you. They try and sell you brain pills that don't even work. Uh, it's I I I met Joe Rogan a couple times. He's a nice guy, but I'm telling you, Alpha Brain. It it doesn't have nearly enough ginseng in it to really make the veins on your neck pop so that you could transmit enough electrolytes to your brain center so that you could truly take on the globalist and their demented clockwork demon army. What does this uh, have to do with like Raytheon blows? Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. So, anyway, all right. So AOC went to the Met Gala. Um, <laughs> she's not paying show. her vendors. She's not paying her vendors internet. back. The ethics um, committee and the journalists say, oh, she's going to do it. It's going to be okay. Right. She's going to do it, this and that. Yeah. Okay. So they run all these stories saying that that was the whole story. Yeah. That's not even part of the story. Yeah. The, the, the It's such a footnote. It's just impossible. Now, it's, it's relevant in that she basically stiffed the little people. We'll talk about that more later. But the main story is that... She accepted a ticket, not from the Met Gala. It's not like she was invited as a guest of honor or something like this from the Met Gala. She was Her ticket was gifted to her by Vogue, which is a oh. media organization. Uh-huh. Yeah. What? That's a huge problem. 
So the mm. tickets to one of these things is nearly $500,000, and Vogue paid for her and her husband to attend. So effectively, Vogue gave a contribution in kind to AOC for almost a million dollars, almost seven figures. Mm. She was never planning on paying that back. She could, can't pay that back in all likelihood. She um, can't pay for a $340 hairdo. Not How unless she... she liquidates her nancy pelosi stock account it's fair but, it's fair um, best broker on the planet honestly if best you can get your money broker. into the pelosi stock fund um it's really weird it just says raytheon when you open it up <laughs> <laughs> all right that's enough hundred <laughs> it has a gif of a portion of the desert turning into pure glass and okay. then raytheon's emblazoned on top of it <laughs> Got oil? Okay, we're done. We're done. And Halliburton stumbles in, half drunk with its pants around its ankles. It's like, did someone say oil? <laughs> what is this show supposed to be about? It started out being about AOC Okay, this is, this is the worst on-track show we've ever done. This but it is might really be the bad. best show we've ever done. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, so... So we've got we've got this situation that comes up where where a major media company, Vogue, who puts out a magazine, uh-huh. uh, they're journalists in effect, is paying a congressperson a million dollars with contributions in kind to attend this event. Now, raise your hand if you see any problems with that. Here's what a if worst you don't problem. Have hands? That is a great point. I don't know. Just turn on one of your alert lights, I suppose. Uh, here's another problem. Vogue's parent company also owns Spectrum Internet. Uh-oh. And Spectrum Internet is a highly regulated telecom provider. So actually what we have here is we have a telecom provider who does fund lobbyists this is the big problem spectrum internet part of their part of their corporate strategy is to fund lobbyists so that they can get the regulations and deregulations that they want that they think will be powerful for their business given a million dollar contribution in kind to a sitting congresswoman and try effectively try to not disclose that fact that's illegal it's illegal for the, for AOC to accept that mm, gift, mm-hmm. um, the law. Her lawyer, her lawyer advised her of this prior to her receiving it. Her That's an important part to this story. Her ethics lawyer told her that it would be illegal for her to go as a guest of Vogue. She could go as a guest of the Met Gala if they invited her to be a guest, but she it would be illegal for her to go as a guest of Vogue, and she did anyway. And it's not just as a guest of Vogue. If you follow the money, it's a guest of a lobbying organization. And when an organization decides to engage in lobbying, it does tangibly legally affect the way that they can interact with people that hold legal positions. Mm. So this is the kind of crazy part about this is this story comes out and everyone goes small potatoes. And so now you've got this association that, you know, AOC, Met Gala, corruption. You go, yeah, she didn't pay a hairstylist $300. No, she literally accepted almost a million-dollar contribution mm-hmm. to, to, her, uh, to her, her campaign. Yeah. Well, she was will- she's willing to receive a million dollars and pay nothing out and then twist people's arms to give her more money. Like, yeah, well, you have to ask yourself, are you going to pick up the phone when Vogue calls then? Or are you going right. to be impartial? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and not not only that, but um what do you think Vogue thought they were doing? Yeah. Yeah. And they offered you that that sum. So, this defender of the people literally just sold her sacred duty to be an impartial member of Congress to to vie for the residents and constituents of her district at the federal level. She sold that down the road to Vogue, which is mm. a major multinational corporation with lobbying mm. efforts in the U.S. government. Mm. 
really looking out for the little guy. It, 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 here's, here's how gross it is. She went to a big fancy party so that her name could be in the headlines and she could drink champagne with people that wouldn't even look at you. And yet she argues that she's looking out for you. That is perverse. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And and Hunter said it right. This is politics. This is politicians. But there is a difference between accepting a bribe from a from a company that is actively lobbying the government and three hundred dollars from a hairdresser. That's a yeah. total difference in kind. I I will also say that one of the pieces. Um, to this story that's just kind of insane to me is the fact that, um, you know, AOC was on Glenn Greenwald's uh, show prior to her being elected as a congresswoman. And the main reason for that was Glenn Greenwald uh, saw her as this person who was espousing the ideas of Bernie Sanders, a new fresh face to fight the corruption and the... Uh, problems that he sees at the heart of the um, Democratic Party that he wants rooted out, the corporatism, the big money, the fact that these Democrats like Nancy Pelosi are, in fact, you know, supporting and driving uh, war efforts, you know, and sending, putting millions of dollars into bombs and everything like that, stuff that he finds to be a big problem. And AOC's on her show, bright, smiling. You know, she has this desire for life in her eyes and she's saying hey you know i'm gonna go into congress and i'm going to uh be trying to make a difference i'm gonna fight against this corruption i'm not gonna let these crony deals go through what happens when you come and you get to play in the circus you know like it you are what did you mean it were you honest were you just saying that so you could go play because if you were just saying that so you could win the election guess what's going to happen when the pressure gets turned on hey you want to have these seats? You want to have these cabinet? Pos- you want to have these positions? You want to be on these committees? Play ball. Push this bill. Right? Do all this stuff. And that's what happens to these people is they get thrown in there and they're not morally strong people. And it's it's extremely frustrating. And the veneer that you see from people like AOC who you know are claiming to be doing what's best for the little guy couldn't care less don't have don't want to do anything for that and in a sense are um betraying the the original reasons they said they wanted to join congress and so um don't be naive about anybody and when people get caught say something about it but anyway thoughts comments concerns salutations standards standards rule the day again standards Mm -hmm. always standards if you if you never say that breaking the rules is a small deal uh, then you never have to hold your fire. But that doesn't mean you have to shoot at your allies sometimes. So yeah. rules are always a big deal. Always. There's a reason that we have them. And she she broke little rules and big rules. And it's uh, it's I'm not surprised that she did it. But it is dead to rights telling for these people that have propped her up as some kind of fresh new face moral paragon for... Uh, the the federal government she's Mm. just a a crony just a snake just like everyone else and as much as she yells about forgiving your student loan debt she's still the person that will sell your political power to vogue so that she can go to fancy party with johnny depp did you hear about cory bush too and the contract she signed with her security firm and then married the person who was running their security firm yes like yes that's that's money laundering. If it was you, it's money laundering. It's money laundering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they get yeah. divorced in two years and split the money? Like, yeah. like, like, it, do they? There's a reason you can't do that kind of thing. Also, right. what was so funny is that Cory Bush's husband now didn't have a license to practice security. That's in, correct. Yeah. in the state, which was required. It's yes. just, it's just, it's money laundering. If it was anybody, if it was anybody else, it'd be money laundering. Yep. Um, if it was a Republican. In Congress, it'd be money laundering, uh, and yet, and yet, at least in the media, it would be. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Um, She's gonna carry this, this is, water. This is the one of the weirdest parts of the story. 
I've never yeah. seen I've never actually seen this tactic before. And when it when I first encountered it, I didn't know I was falling into the trap. I read an article last week about the dress and the hair and the you know the only person that she actually paid up front was the the um person that did the nails jamie manicurist okay so whatever i was like okay small potatoes and i overlooked like three more articles about that because i was like well i already understand that story right i didn't because i didn't know a thing about the ticket i didn't know a thing about vogue Uh, bringing her to the met gala Right, so right, right. what's crazy is that the mainstream media pre-ran, they, they preempted the hit pieces with a hit piece of their own that had enough dirt in it to to assuage people's curiosities, but not yep. enough to condemn her. Oh, and, those right wingers getting on to her about not paying for her hair. Yeah, it, it was it was the same. It was the same conservatives pounce methodology that they use but instead of it being nancy pelosi breaking covid policies to go get her hair blown out (laughs) it was no actually she did that which was wrong and then she did way more than that but this tactic to blind people it almost worked on me this tactic Mm. to blind people to the actual story by giving them some subpar details of the story and pretending like that's the whole story it's incredibly dishonest and mm-hmm. and it just about worked on me. Another thing I want to talk about is that the morning after the Met Gala, the Vogue ran a piece on inviting AOC as their guest and the dress that she wore that said, tax the rich on it, which they all must have just been laughing the entire freaking time, thinking about yeah. all the thousands and thousands and almost a million dollars that was being spent on her to go to her fancy adult jackass prom. Yeah. Then that they, I mean, uh, they're they are just. If you are an AOC fan, they are all laughing at you. They are all laughing at mm-hmm. poor, they, pitiful you. They are using. This is going to sound crazy. This is going to sound weird. They are using how cute she is mm-hmm. to distract you. And Hunter is calling her right now. Yep. But that's, that's what just what we're going to do. That's, yeah, that's exactly right. To right. take to take your money and your political influence. They're taking how trendy she is, how gauche, can I say? No, that's the wrong thing. How uh, topical her morality is, how popular she is, how good she is at technology to trick you, to keep you inundated, and to not be a problem with their profit margins. That's what they're doing. And here's the worst part. You think that they didn't know what they were doing. You think that, that Vogue and Spectrum didn't have a 40 on this situation. They called her staffers the next morning and coordinated whose guest she was and what they were going to say about that in their article they were writing. The And the email was something like, hey, good morning. We hope the Congresswoman enjoyed herself last night. We were going to mention that she was a guest of so-and-so, the leader of Vogue magazine. I can't remember the woman's name off the top of my head. But we just wanted to check and see if that was okay with you guys. Ooh-wee-oo. So Vogue is effectively, effectively admitting like, oh, we understand that it could be, let's say, legally problematic and mm-hmm. politically problematic if people knew that she was the guest of Vogue magazine. So they knew the same thing that the ethics attorney, that AOC's own ethics attorney knew, that right. this sucked. Mm. That it sucked. And of course, I, I can't validate this necessarily, but there's also reports that it was AOC that was like begging to go to the Met Gala. And... It, actually approached the leader of Vogue to cozy up to her to get a spot. Jamie, what's her name? That woman? Deborah Martinez. Anna Wintour. Oh, Anna Wintour. Off. That's right. I was off. Uh, um, so anyway, it's just gross toe to friggin' tip. But the media coordination, both with Vogue, obviously understanding what they were doing and running blocker for her, at the point of the event and then mm-hmm. all these months later to try and twist into the republicans pounce narrative yeah. and only talk about the haircut and the manny petty and yeah. the photo shoot it is so 
so dishonest. Now, now, Christopher, um, some people are going to think this opinion that I have is a bit extreme. Okay. No more rhinos. Right? No rhinos allowed. We execute everyone that attends the Met Gala. <laughs> no Listen. rhinos. Listen. People are going to say that it's extreme. People are going to say it's a bit extreme. People are going to... But actually, we've been working on new technology with Raytheon. <laughs> that could obliterate every attendee of the Met Gala. Yeah. Base, uh, it, it, we could eliminate the buttons on their dresses and, and you, trousers. You want to know something it's that's... Pinpoint jo- accuracy. Like, I'm not... Like, obviously, I'm joking. Right. Like, I'm joking. But obviously, I'm joking. <laughs> but obviously, but everyone you, here is joking. But can you believe? I mean, if you if know, everyone was doing it. this about Michael Bloomberg. It's like, oh my god, with the money he's spending on this campaign, if he gave everyone, you know, a check for that amount of money, they would have all, you know, people would have all this cash, and they did the math wrong. It was hysterical, right? But yeah. what if you took the money that we spent on the Met Gala? Every year, and you were like, hey, you know what? What if we gave this to the people in Ohio that can't drink their water? Like, I'm not saying that's the best thing to do with that money, but I think it's better than having a prom. Uh, for and looking adults. At, for rich right, adults. Right. Like, I mean, like, <sighs> if, if I had to choose between prom and I get to choose between making sure the people in Ohio can go to McDonald's and eat food for a little while... I, th- I think I would pick Ohio, you know. Like so, I think. Let it's me say, insane. I, I don't like the, that type of argument because the idea at the bottom of it is: for every dollar you spend, couldn't you spend it better? And well, like, that's not what I'm answer, saying. The answer to that is yes. Well, uh, I'm saying like uh, I don't like that version of the argument. But but the comparison, the comparison, is what's so key here is yeah. that AOC took your political influence and traded it for prom and donald trump takes his money and trades it for the goods and services that hunter is just talking about right and yet the media uh, okay and look 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 the met gala is a story it's the elites they're getting together they're hobnobbing they're gonna write about it in the papers the media is a part of it. The media is invited. The media is celebrated. The media brings powerful guests. Is it so surprising which one they love and which one they hate? Mm. Like the little lap dog who will say, sure, lobbying organization. Ha, I tax will, the rich. Ha. It, yeah, tax the rich. Invite me to prom. Take me mm. to prom. Who knows what happens after that? I know it's illegal. Mm. My lawyer said it's illegal. Your lawyer said it's illegal. But let's do it. You know what I'm saying? It could be really fun. Like, And it, they just they just have the drool cup for her. Just, oh, uh, AOC, can she do any wrong? Look at the way that she goes on Instagram Live and plays Among Us poorly and used to be mm. a bartender. Probably a crappy one that complained that you were catcalling her when you tried to close out your tab. But then they hate Trump. They vilify Trump. And they, they, you know, curse the ground that he walks. And yet, and yet, Trump's never taken a dollar, as far as I can tell, from the American people. In fact, he was very clear about not accepting his full salary and not accepting his full his full slew of benefits about pulling back his control of his organizations which he didn't have to do while he was president and giving them to his children so that he was divested from them to a certain degree and here's AOC literally trading trading her power and influence up the road just like mm. Hunter Biden has done just mm-hmm. like the big guy whoever the big guy is has done just like Cory Bush has done just like Nancy Pelosi and her stock portfolio has done on and on and on and on and on and yet we're supposed to believe that they're the ones that really care about you and by the way they're the ones that are raising your taxes when Joe Biden comes out last week and says let me be clear I'm going to raise your taxes mm. Joe Biden I remember when when Donald Trump was president and look I'm not a Donald Trump fanboy but when Donald Trump was president and he published the corporate tax breaks, I got an email that day, 
that day from the CEO of my company, which is a major company, a Fortune 10 company. And he said, well, everyone's getting $2,000 today. It was a good Because day. that's how much money that we saved. So Donald Trump effectively took money and put it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And yet... AOC will trade her political integrity and info influence for prom and the media who invited her and is lobbying to her gobble, gobble, gobble it up. And, and mm. I'm the sucker, huh? Mm. I'm the sucker because capitalism is a power structure that's keeping me pinned down under the boot of autocrats. Is that mm. it? Crazy. I think it might be you. It's just disgusting. And and here's the last thing that we, we really need to say as far as AOC is concerned. She is now, in a way that I wasn't positive was true, a clear and unmitigated shill. Oh. Like, her, oh. I, her, really? her rhetoric was always grating because you know she didn't believe the things that she said. But I honestly yeah. didn't know it was in her range to actually accept what is for me in a non-legal sense, because I don't know all of the legal criteria. But for as far as I'm concerned, it's tantamount to a bribe. I just thought that she wasn't she didn't believe that she could get away with that. So I thought she wouldn't do it. I didn't know that she was that brazen and that egotistical that she would just try and get away with what is, as far as I'm concerned, a layman's bribe. Take millennial plus per- cute plus bartender plus boyfriend equals, has very sexy feet. M- subtract boyfriend <laughs> equals multiply it by two, add it back. Multiply equals, it back. <laughs> equals vapid person that says stuff for attention. Yeah, no doubt. Like like that. That's my formula for AOC, and it it's been pretty true. But you know. also stupid. Yeah. Like, well, I, mean, I have a podcast. I know a I lot about vapid. being vapid for attention, okay? <laughs> but, but, but I would never think I could get away with taking a bribe. Oh, well. You know I, what I'm saying? Like, there's a, there's yeah. a level of stupidity mixed with, mixed with the ego there and yeah. the emptiness that is just... I, honestly, I didn't, know Did I say her, millennial? I didn't know it was in her range. I think I yeah. said millennial. Well, yeah, I mean, I, that's stupid and... You know, she's a brazen. millennial, isn't she? I'm pretty sure. I don't know how old she is, but I feel like I'm pretty close to her in age. I'm either oh. gonna be really upset know, here when I find out. I... Oh yeah, see, oh, see, yeah, yeah I'm you two years date her, Hunter. Hey, AOC, if you're listening, I'm a great date to prom. Wait, I said debate, Hunter. I heard the wrong thing. <laughs> Whoa, wait. No need <laughs> Did to you say... call anyone. <laughs> I don't know, Hunter. You'll have to listen to the podcast to I find out. I have to go back you and listen. You got suckered anyhow. Look, look this she responds podcast... to it both the same way. If you date her, if you debate her, she always thinks that you're catcalling her. That's Here's fair. the bottom line. AOC, you're canceled. You're done, honey. You you're suck. Done. And the, the idiots who watch your Instagram live that think that you give two warm draughts of urine about them are the big losers and the big suckers here the people Mm. in your district are the big losers and the big suckers here and you are everything that you claim to hate so enjoy your retarded legacy you should have continued serving ethanol to inebriated college students because it is all you are worth goodbye this podcast brought to you by raytheon Hey, I've got another conspiracy theory for you. Oh, man, you ruined my you right, ruined my great ad read, Jamie. Hunter, we'll read that ad. I already read one for... We had an interstitial for Atheon. Um, oh, did we? Yeah, well, we owe them seven. So, <laughs> so Jamie, what's your conspiracy? FNX fit is fake. <gasps> you listen here. You know what? I'm so upset right now. I don't, I'm not mad. I'm completely livid. I don't want you to type anything at me right now. I want you to sit still and think about what you've done. Hunter, read the Raytheon ad. And I'm just yep. going to look at Jamie's mainframe while you read it. <laughs> Raytheon. Newcomb. If we sold those. <laughs> if we sold those, wink. <laughs> <laughs>
not a bad ad. Jamie, have you had time to think about what you did? Don't get mad, get tested. Wow. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. Oh, she did it. I'm not even gonna do that for next week. Alright. Get tested. And and go to fnxfit.com slash carpool. You know what to do.